Welcome to Through the Corporate Glass, a podcast that explores career choices. Welcome to another episode of Through the Corporate Glass. I'm your host Ashwini. We have teachers to guide us through school and professors to guide us through university. But when we enter the corporate world, do we actually seek out such similar guides and mentors? This episode addresses the question of why we need mentors and what role they play in guiding our choices. We discuss the role of mentorship in career building and talk through many practical aspects with Deepa Vijaykumar. Deepa is a technical product manager at GE Healthcare with over 15 years of industry experience during which she's been both a mentor as well as a mentee. Welcome to our podcast Deepa. Hey Ashwini. So let's dive right in. Um what does it mean to uh, you when someone says mentorship? See when we as we go through our career journey there will be many decisions that we need to make some of them could be small as to you know you're trying to figure out what to work on or some could be what should be my next career move so through all of this i would say a mentor is a person who has either been through the journey you are trying to make right now or has a perspective of it and can help you answer some of the questions that you have in your mind so i would look at a mentor as a person who can guide you as you make this journey yeah yeah i think i think that's very well said uh, did you actually have a assigned mentor when you started your career no actually <laughs> okay. so so this, this is the thing about finding a mentor right like uh, one in many organizations i know that they have these formal mentor mentee things but otherwise in life you don't go about talking to people and say oh is that person can they be a mentor or not That's so <laughs> what happens is we uh, talk to people and find someone who has whom you're comfortable having a conversation or asking questions or you uh, value their opinion and trust it so you kind of end up ans- asking questions to people on the way so i would say when i started off i didn't have someone uh, formally assigned as mentor to me I see. Uh you know that's interesting that you say that. So my journey has been slightly different. So I started out my career with an assigned mentor and honestly I had a brilliant mentor because some of the advice I received from him right in the beginning of my career I hold dear to me till date. And um you know I I want to kind of share a couple of those just to see how you dealt with these situations in the absence of an assigned mentor. So um i got advice around you know always test the market to see if your skill sets are valid so what he meant to say was he was like every couple of years go ahead and just interview it doesn't mean that you need to change jobs but it's necessary for you to see if your skills are still marketable are you like tracking the trend of the industry do you know where it's headed things like that and um i think another super valuable piece of advice was about how you choose your projects and he had this brilliant analogy where he said uh there is there are two kinds of jobs so there is something which allows you to 
patch the worn out paint on the wall and another one which lets you paint the entire house and you need to be careful which one you pick and what the ratio between these two is uh, so i'm just curious i mean I, i'm sure these are things that we need in our careers uh, how did you actually figure this out that's great advice you've got from your uh... mentor rashmi when you began so right. see, i didn't i didn't have any such thing so what happened was uh, i ended up uh, looking at what others did trying to talk to people or sometimes uh, there are nice people at work too who come by and told me why did you think of this right. so that's how i think i had been operating like when you have questions you reach out or there are certain people i know for specific areas you find over the course of time but you know to your point uh, much later i would say recent times i do have a mentor and like you said i do value the guidance i i can make, i can feel the difference you know yeah. i did reach out to people and all of that but now that i know how having a constant good mentor helps you uh i find it valuable and yes that's great advice to have when you start off and it's valid throughout your life i guess <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah i have uh, a little bit of a reverse experience to yours so i did have an assignment <laughs> in the beginning and now it's actually more organic and me trying to find people right. and so on um great so uh just curious do you think it would have actually made things easier if you had um a mentor assigned to you i mean just looking back in hindsight yeah i would say not only in hindsight always uh, the biggest uh, impact a mentor has on you is uh, how on how you think how you approach a problem mm-hmm. right when you're faced with a situation more more often than not there is a decision framework that they have been through while making a choice so mm-hmm. that has immense impact on how you not only look at what's in front of you right now but what's ahead and they can speak from their experience so i feel having a constantly talking to people and having a mentor helps it would have made life easier in the sense uh, main thing it would have given you is uh, you if you know somebody has been through that and you can ask all the questions in your mind without having to worry about finding out who is the person to talk to if you constantly keep people in mind it helps right yeah yeah that that's actually a great uh, uh, observation right there because y- you don't need to put in that effort to try and identify a certain kind of person right if you have one assigned to you but but in the event that you don't um, how do you actually go about choosing a mentor <laughs> see yeah generally we don't have a mentor assigned and you have to uh, and you are faced with situations or you have questions i think the first thing to understand is what is the problem that you are trying to solve right right and uh, identifying that and identifying yes this is the area of help i need that is the first major thing because there will be so many thoughts through our head narrowing it down to what is it that you actually need and defining the problem is at the core the next i would say typically is uh you look around you you know in the different teams you have been uh there are people 
who would have helped you maybe one way i look at when i start off is day to day activities also if you are stuck there are people who help you out or whom you automatically reach out for some guidance right that could be a good indicator to see oh can i have you know one level deep conversation to understand other things and sometimes over a period of time there are people you look up to in your organization it'll be if there are things you admire in someone it'll be good to reach out and just introduce yourself and talk to them to say you know i'm so and so people like to talk generally if you go and tell them see i like what you're doing i just wanted to talk to you and then slowly in course of time you can use that person to bounce off your ideas what i would say is not to think that oh look at every person and say oh can they be a mentor not a mentor you know <laughs> and then go right. tell them like from tomorrow i am looking at you as my mentor that might scare some of them yeah some of them who might constantly reach out i don't think we label our relation uh but i have known that over time maintaining the contact and uh, staying in touch reaching out openly builds uh, the relationship it takes yeah. time it's not like you do it today and tomorrow all your problems are solved it's something you invest over a period of time that's very true and uh, just going back to what you said right in the beginning it's very true i think the hardest part about this is identifying the problem right and uh, for you to tell yourself what exactly it is that is you know bothering you or you're trying to solve um and and i think uh, really great points about how uh, it's not about i mean the the process of identification right i think um, i've had similar experiences as well where you observe and then you just look up to people and then you try to reach out to them right the other thing uh, also to consider is uh, you you need to have someone whom you can trust and who is open minded right uh, who is i would say you are able to be honest with them so that's another thing are you comfortable talking to them that would be one of the other things to keep in mind actually since you did bring up the um, trust and honesty i guess that is uh, probably the fundamental building block to uh, an effective mentor mentee relationship right absolutely trust and honesty i would say yes because see some very often when you talk to people there is this uh, i would say not consciously but you have your inhibitions right a, 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 i mean a part of you might be thinking uh, are they going to judge me about this uh, how are, how is their opinion uh, going to change based on what i ask you try to see if you're creating a good impression a key would be in a mentor mentee relationship that you keep all that aside you don't have you just have to be extremely open it's like they say right to a doctor and a lawyer you never lie <laughs> right <laughs> so even here because a mentor basically is uh, someone who is invested in helping you out they have an they are your well wisher end of the day when when you when people are trying to help you out it's important that you are transparent and leave all that aside sometimes if you have a very senior person there is a temptation like oh maybe they'll have a role and they'll think of me should i say this should i not say this but the thing is this relation goes beyond the roles or beyond what you want to do 
right now or in the short term it's like about you becoming a better person or how you think about things in the long run so keep all that aside and uh, having an open conversation helps so that brings up uh, an important question right so do you think um, there is a need to seek out a mentor outside of your immediate you know working circle or your organization definitely i would say you should have at least have one person like that right uh, s- simply because uh, end of the day whatever you do in your role they are not part of your team not part of your uh, organization or immediate circle i would say at least not part of your immediate circle if you have one person out it gives a different perspective because end of the day whatever action you take has nothing to do for them they will get nothing right. out of it right? right they have absolutely nothing to gain either in sometimes certain calls might have different uh, imp- what you say different might have a different kind of impact on the team based on what decision you make right, right. so that's true. yeah <laughs> whatever course might change the way some things work in the team so if there's someone from outside who has you know nothing to do with what is the outcome of your action absolutely uh, no conflicts with uh, their with your action their input that will be a good thing to have a good perspective to have because yeah. their only thing out of all the interaction is to make sure that they help you in solving a problem you have trusted and reached out to them for advice and they give you something for you to explore and try out because they can tell you million things and it's absolutely okay not to do or follow everything a mentor says right yeah <laughs> so yeah. they want to help you out so that's a nice thing to have so definitely i would say at least one person outside your immediate surroundings makes a way of difference yeah yeah i guess it, it would be an absolutely unbiased advocate and just a well wisher right so Uh, that's yeah. great and and i think you did mention at least one so i'm guessing you are um advocating for multiple mentors who oh, yes yes why not see <laughs> <laughs> uh, because we have uh, see there'll be two ways of looking at it uh, there are different people you admire for uh, you know maybe too many different in the words i'm using right now but uh, <laughs> there are multiple problems and uh, there are people you admire for different reasons i think that's a better way of putting it right. uh, you admire one person for something maybe another person for something else sometimes you might admire one person for both the things you are looking for so it depends it's always good to talk to more people so that will be good great so uh, how do you actually measure the effectiveness of a conversation with uh, any yeah. mentor this is super important i would say see many times when we are going through a lot of problems just talking about it makes you feel better but sometimes you come out of it thinking oh i'm still in the same state just that i'm more positive in my <laughs> uh, right. mindset right so the key measure would be are you coming out with at least one action i mean you have a conversation you have one action that action could be something for you to maybe go back read up explore talk or do anything but you should have at least one action uh, that's a must but key things to remember here is that 
even if you are not successful in your action sometimes you take the action it doesn't go the way you hoped it would or way you your mentor told you mm-hmm. or sometimes you are not able to complete the action but it's always good to go back and have the conversation going with your mentor don't avoid the mentor because you didn't complete the action <laughs> you know that's that a- that's a temptation that's always there right like you have this feeling that oh you can't go back because you haven't done your homework and <laughs> <laughs> i know i know and actually that helps because if you force yourself to say whatever happens i am going back and talking to my mentor then you know what how much is the extent of the difficult conversation you want to have right so <laughs> right. you will end up doing something but even if you are not i would say go back and have that conversation with your mentor maybe you could talk about why you couldn't do the action right it wouldn't be that oh i don't want to do the action and you just don't do it would have been something that genuinely happened because of which you are not able to do and those conversations uh, build trust in the relation and also shows that you are committed and your mentor can actually help you even in such situations where i wanted to act on it but i couldn't because of all this then your mentor might say why the hell were you doing all that <laughs> <laughs> right right so so yeah. switching gears a little bit uh, have you actually mentored someone and how has that experience been yes i have and actually being a mentor has also made me i would say a better mentee <laughs> right. uh, as you you know you work in a team you gain experience people do reach out to you for help or advice or guidance or just as a sounding board uh, one, one important thing i learned is not everybody who asks you uh something needs advice okay <laughs> sometimes right. they just want empathy so they just want to talk about it and vent it out which is also fine it's always okay to be a sounding board but if you end up giving advice to a person who is just looking for empathy i think that's disaster so right. knowing when to give advice even when people reach out is crucial just because they are reaching out doesn't mean they need advice so that distinction is key and the other yeah. crazy thing i used to have is that oh somebody has reached out for advice and you give them and you help them out and then you're like worried did i give them correctly is it helping them are they still struggling and you tend right. to get over involved so no so knowing uh, what is the extent uh, to which you need to get involved is key for success so these yeah. are the two take away for me no that that's i think uh, it's like on the on the money right because uh, one of the things is that uh, we tend to get into a problem solving mode every time somebody yes. comes to us with something and and like you rightly pointed out it might not actually be the case i mean it could be someone who's just trying to kind of talk it through and not and is not really open to advice and i think the yeah. other um, thing that i've faced as well is that we tend to put the um, we tend to put ourselves in their shoes right and we we think that they think like us and then try to <laughs> offer advice which also yeah. need not be true um, right right yeah <laughs> yeah and I, and i absolutely loved your point about how you became a better 
uh, mentee after being a mentor i mean that's that's much like we learn our concepts best when we teach them right so um, yeah that's perfect <laughs> thank you so much deepa this was super insightful and um, i'm sure we all know a little bit more now about both mentoring as well as being mentored so um, thanks for being here thank you for having me ashwini it was nice talking to you same here thank you for listening to our podcast if you enjoyed our episode do subscribe to the podcast and check out our show notes which provide more information on the topics discussed during the episode please follow us on linkedin at through the corporate glass and on twitter at corporate glass and share your thoughts we'd love to hear from you you can also check out our website through the corporate glass.com 